Hello everyone and welcome back to the third episode, the very late third episode of TTR. Today we've got a pretty big show, so let's get into it. I know this is pretty old news, but uh, at the time of me writing the show notes, which is a while ago, this is very new. Uh, and that the first Rider trademark of the new era, which I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that name because I will totally butcher it, um, but there is now a new series trademarked known as Kamen Rider Zero One. Uh, zero, like the word zero dash one, as in the word. So not the, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like the actual word zero and one, uh, which looks cool. I'm excited. Hopefully it will be a total reboot. I'm hoping it's not, I mean, I'm pretty sure they will leave the Heisei era behind, which will be nice because the Heisei era has been good, but we just need a new refreshing start, and I really hope this will be good. Um, speculations as to what this series will be themed around, uh, well, I don't really want to get into that because this is a toy show, not a series show. Um, so that will be interesting. Uh, stay tuned for TTR, even though TTR is a very outdated news source. <laughs> stay tuned for more uh, information about it. In the first episode, we covered a lot of SH figure arts. In fact, there was three SH figure art, like, reveal sort of things. And it turns out that those exact three SH figure arts have now got release information. So, let's cover them. Rabbit Rabbit looks amazing from these pictures. Rabbit Rabbit is the... Well, it's Kamen Rider Builds, I don't know, it's not really a power-up form. It sort of is, but it sort of, it sort of isn't. We have got official images of it. It looks fantastic. It also teases another figure art. It teases Tank Tank, which I don't know if we'll ever get Tank Tank. This thing looks like it's coming with a full bottle buster, which can be changed between the two modes. Uh, unfortunately, I cannot see if the full full bottle actually unfolds. That would be really good if it did fold. Like, not unfold, or it just came with another version. I'm, I'm assuming it would, but there really is no clear image of it. There is no image of it in the full bottle buster, which is a little annoying, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. This figure looks gorgeous. Um, it, the details look amazing. I think this looks better than the actual suit in the show, which is impressive. Uh, like I mentioned in the first episode, the Kamen Rider build SH figure arts are really nice. So we have a release date of September for 2019, so that's coming out relatively quick for a price of 6,480 yen, which off my off-the-cuff conversions is 85 Australian dollars, which with middleman fees, I believe I checked this out, it was actually going to be about 120 Australian dollars before shipping. So this, this is going to be super expensive, but I probably will pick this one up. I really like it a lot. You can use any middleman site that you want, such as CS Toys, but I personally use Toku Lectables. I've had a lot of success with them before, and I've actually pre-ordered a lot of stuff with them. Hopefully, uh, we will actually get the Tank Tank figure, because I'd really like to get the two. I mean, ideally, you'd get the base Rabbit Tank form, and then buy the Rabbit Rabbit, and then the Tank Tank figure. But then again... Still waiting on that uh, Evol Cobra and Prime Rogue and Rabbit Dragon figure figure art that was shown off ages ago. The point is, is that this is definitely a 100% teaser for Tank Tank, which is good. Hopefully Tank Tank will be sold because we can't have Rabbit Rabbit and then not have Tank Tank. Uh, like I said, th both of these figures are gorgeous. The Hazard Trigger looks really nice on this figure. Um, I'm assuming it is removable. I'm, I wasn't sure. I don't know about the rabbit tank hazard figure, the base hazard figure. I believe you can take that out, but don't 
quote me on that. Then again, I don't know why you would need to take it out. It's not like it can be put in, an in another weapon or something. The full bottle buster has plenty of detail on it. It is pretty massive. It's pretty in scale to the show. And of course, you're going to get hands to hold it. I'm assuming you're going to be able to... There'll be a hand that will be able to hold the actual full full bottle the detailing on the eyes looks great in the show the rabbit visor has like little details on it just like the tank visor uh, all of them do but in the rabbit tank sparkling figure for example um they kind of just couldn't have included the detailing but it actually does look like it's in there uh, the gold paint is nice and metallic around the eyes. It even comes with a little full bottle holder, which is kind of amusing. I, it's, I don't know, this figure, like, the, this form would not need a full bottle holder. I mean, it would. I, now I'm just rambling about the show. That doesn't matter. Um, the point is, is it's got nice metallic paint. The spring detailing on the legs and arms and shoulders look, looks really nice. Like I said, it keeps all the rabbit detailing as well as the nice compact uh, look on the eyes. Uh, the compound, sorry, not compact eyes. Uh, compound eyes yeah that's a technical term uh the nice big rabbit ears that hang off the back of the suit uh <laughs> which is kind of ridiculous but i really like it it's really good considering i believe the only rabbit rabbit figure we've gotten before was the bcr hazard figure which came with armor for rabbit rabbit and tank tank and if you know anything about the bcr line you know that you cannot rotate the head on those which is really annoying and Basically, this is the only real way to get a good SH fig uh, a good figure of Rabbit Rabbit and, well, Tank Tank whenever that releases. So like I said, about $85 before middleman fees and shipping. And if you live in Australia, GST. And it will be released in September, which is relatively quick, especially for something like this. I was definitely expecting a longer turnaround time. For example, the, DN the Neo DN driver I ordered. Oh God, I can't even remember when that came out. Like, that doesn't get here till uh, October. Nonetheless... This thing looks great. I will probably be picking this one up. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the next figure. This is a figure art that I was very excited for in the first episode. And that is the Gemides Kronos uh, figure. Gemides Kronos figure art. I cannot believe that this thing is actually being released i i don't know why i'm so shocked but i just kind of saw this at the show i'm like oh this won't be released but we've got official release release dates prices everything uh so before middlemen it is 7150 yen which is off the cuff it is 94 australian dollars before middleman fees and before shipping so you're probably looking at at least for me 120 upwards for this one figure this guy is expensive and as much as i want it um i don't think i'll be able to pick this up i, I will just do a quick check on uh toku Lectables real quick okay so i just went on toku Lectables and converted the price before shipping it is 134 australian dollars or 93 us dollars if that helps because i know there are viewer listeners in america so sorry for just doing australian conversions because i'm incredibly selfish but that is a lot. You do get the Deus Russia and Deus Rampart, which are the sword and shield that he uses in the show, like the, the I don't know, I keep wanting to say viral core, like out of Kamen Rider Drive, because it kind of looks like a virus. Basically, the really sick looking swords and shield. 
again, uh, probably something that I'm a little disappointed in is that you don't get a piece to attach the Buggle Driver's spy to his arm, which I don't understand why. I mean, not that this form uses it, but the original Kronos does, and you don't get that. That being said, I'm yet to check if the Poppy one, if the one that you get with Poppy is compatible. It, it probably is, and I'm just making a big deal out of nothing, which would not be the first time I've done something like that, but... Uh, nonetheless, it still would have been nice to receive it, considering this figure is $134. Not a cheap figure. Nonetheless, that $134 does not get you nothing. The detail on this figure is gorgeous. The gold paint with the red accents and the beautiful eye design has con has actually translated very well into the figure. Uh, that was one thing I was actually a bit worried about. I, I don't think I even mentioned it, but the, the design of the eye, of the eyes and on this suit is uh, very, very wild and sporadic, and I was kind of worried that it was not going to be picked up on this figure, but it has been. Even the ripped cape, the ripped, torn cape that he has, it's not really ripped. I mean, it kind of is. Is it ripped? No. I, I'm, I'm making that up. It's not actually ripped. It just looks ripped. It's got a different design. I'm really professional. You can tell I prepared for this. Even like uh, in the original Kronos, the Buggle Driver's Fire, it's very well detailed. Obviously, you don't get a gamer driver with this figure. That would be a bit weird, but the sword and shield look great. The paint looks stunning. The, like, even the little leg designs with the red on it looks amazing. The poses that they've got this thing in looks incredible, and like I said, as much as I want this, I don't think I'll be able to shell out the $134, like, plus, like... It's going to be easily over 150 bucks with shipping and all that. Um, so I don't think I'm going to be able to justify shoving out 150 bucks on this figure for, although I do want it. But that is uh, that it is released in October, which is relatively quick. It's actually around the time that my Neo DN driver will get here. And it is a Tomashi Web exclusive, so you will have to unfortunately get this through Middleman Services and pre-order because... Yay, SH figure arts! But nonetheless, I am very excited for this, and I unfortunately probably won't be picking this up, but I think this will be a worthwhile thing if you like Kamen Rider Kronos, or even better, if you have an XH collection like I really want, but I can't afford. Um, but this is another great figure, and like I said a hundred times, I'm very excited for it. Right, Geo 2, that is another figure art that I spoke about in episode 1. You're picking up a pattern here, because I sort of am. That is also being released. It is a web-exclusive, Tomashi web-exclusive, surprise, surprise, for a relatively modest price of 60, $63.80, uh, which is uh, 84 Australian dollars. Again, before shipping, that means nothing. In fact, I'll even go to the page right now. 125 Australian dollars, which is 84 US, oh, sorry, 86 US dollars. So I probably just did my conversion wrong, knowing me. <laughs> so 86 US dollars before shipping, which is pretty damn expensive, especially considering the fact that it does not include the Jikan grade. Which is super annoying because it is pictured with the Jikan grade. It does come with the Saikyo grade. Yes, he is seen holding both, but the, the only way to get the Jikan grade is to get that stupid bike. I think the, the Ride Striker, that's its official name. Especially because it is pictured with the Jikan grade and the Saikyo grade together. I mean, I understand that they wanted a selling point for the stupid bike, but uh, it doesn't make it any less painful that the only way to get the signature weapon is to get 
the bike. Last year with Rabbit Tank, Rabbit Tank didn't come with the Drill Crusher, which is Build's signature weapon. Rabbit Tank Sparkling did, and I thought that was just going to be the case here, but I clearly didn't do my research in the first episode, so you'd at least get the Psycho Grade. That would have been really crappy if you got the Psycho if you didn't get the Psycho Grade. Uh, speaking of crappy, the ride watches, all with the exception of the main Geo Two ride watch, still look terrible. They're all blank, which is not, which is something that I just don't understand. Uh, SH Figure Arts are not shy of using stickers. Drive Type Formula used stickers in the show Common Rider Drive. Type Formula is an upgrade to be like a, a Formula One car. And as Formula One cars and race cars in general have, they have stickers all over them, like branding details. And that was the thing. Type Formula also had them. The figure, the figure art did not have them applied on by default. The user had to apply them. I don't know why I'm calling everyone the user. It's not, it's not a computer program. You get the idea though. They had to be manually applied, but I would uh, at least appreciate a little bit more detail than just leaving them blank. I really, ah, oh, it's still annoying. Uh, nonetheless, the at least the main ride watch has done well. The actual Geo 2, the gold one, is it's got some uh, discernible detail on it, and of course you get that classic uh, next on the Jik of on the Jiku driver's screen, uh, which looks great. The compound eyes look brilliant. The watch bands look nice. That's something I never thought I'd have to hear myself say on a rider figure. It's, oh, the watch bands look good, but they do. The the suit is just gorgeous in general. It's even got those nice little uh, watch watch um, bands underneath the shoulder pads, which is very nice. It's a very pretty figure art, and this is probably one of the nicer ones out of the three. I mean, they're all pretty nice, and this is my least favorite form, but as a figure, this looks great. In fact, I actually, like Rabbit Rabbit, prefer the SH figure art over the actual in-show costume, which is uh, kind of rare. Like I said, the only big, the only uh, downer for this figure is that it doesn't come with the Jikan grade. You have to buy the stupid bike, which I know a lot of people, I mean, some people will probably buy it. I will probably never buy the the Ride Striker just to get the the Jikan grade, but it sucks if you want a Jikan grade because, well, too bad. You don't get it. <laughs> Not in this figure. So it is a bit annoying, and the fact that it is a Tomashi Web exclusive does make it extremely hard. It makes it harder to get, it makes it more expensive, and it just is a pain because it's a pre-order. It's not an instant order. Uh, however, I would still recommend buying this figure if you are at, at all a fan of Geo 2 or just Geo as a series, or if you've got all the current figure arts and you've pre-ordered every single Geo figure art, I would add this one to your cart because clearly you have money to burn and I don't. Uh, this is one I won't be picking up. One, I don't like the show. Two, I, I don't really like the G I don't like Geo 2 suit. And three, the fact that it, it's pretty expensive and it's missing a, a major accessory, which I, I still do I uh, do not think is acceptable but we've got one more SH figure art to go so let's get into that I'm not even going to attempt to uh, pronounce that I'm just gonna say say ho it's basically like a renewal line of the SH figure arts of older crappier SH figure arts and all of the ones that they have renewed look gorgeous especially the up-and-coming O's figures which I missed out on which I'm really annoyed about uh, nonetheless we're not here to talk about the O's figure arts we're here to talk about the the announcement of a Kamen Rider Cougar decade version Kamen Rider Cougar was featured heavily in Kamen Rider Decade as a sort of side character, support character, sorry, not a side character. He, yeah, he was in the series a lot, so a Decade version would make sense if there was much difference, but the, the Decade version that they're showing, I use that in big air quotes, is just the main form, which I don't understand. There's no real details on it. It's just kind of, hey, here's a Decade version with a new promotional picture, which again is, I don't know what's going on there. Um, 
But yes, the deck it is teased as a decade version. We don't really know what it, that means. So it is really unclear on what the decade version of this means. Uh, it it just is being announced. Uh, these items will be releasing in October. We've got uh we've got another we've got a bunch of other figures like um and there is Ultraman Ginga, which thanks spoiler alert, jeez. But no prices and there's not really any clear information on what the decade version means. It it probably just means new accessories or it hopefully won't be something crappy like the re-release of the uh, decade SH figure art with the new belt, which was just literally a recolor, which would be really annoying, but of the belts, not even the figure, so. Nonetheless, let's move on. The last new piece of news is that the, is that the Soto line is giving us a, a set, uh, I don't know if this is a premium set, it probably is. Gee, thanks, there was a car. I, I'm gonna cut that out so you wouldn't even know that it was there, but there, there was a car <laughs> interrupting my recording, geez. There's a set of both time machines used by Gates and Woz, and if you know me in real life, you know that I absolutely hate the Time Machines. <laughs> They're really ugly, and um, the fact that the, the DX Gates one and the DX Geo one were used to hide the D-End and O's ride watches, respectively, um, hide them away in a set really irks me. And these, um, I mean, the Soto line is not a DX line of any sort, and they don't claim to be, but... These are a lot, not crappier, but they're a lot lower quality. Uh, just That's just due to price. These, a set with both of these and four ride watches is cheaper than one individually, um, which is kind of crazy. This set does include the both Time Machines, obviously. Um, the figures in the promotional images are not included, so don't let that fool you. Um, it would have been cool if they were, but I understand why they're not, because they do have to sell the figures somehow. Um, you also get some cool ride watches, which is nice. You get you get the Tajadul combo, the Kuga ride watch. I believe that's just regular Kuga, uh, Gem and Cross, which is kind of interesting because Gem and Cross uh, as the deluxe versions. Again, I use deluxe in a very um, loose term for the Gem and Cross ride watches because they were sort of half half. They were like pseudo deluxe. It was really annoying. Uh, nonetheless. You get these four ride watches, which is nice. Again, uh, Soto quality, which is not too bad. I mean, you're still getting four ride watches and two big robots if you care about the if you care about the crappy transforming time machines. Which, um, I mean, obviously go for it if you like the time machines. This is a great set. It is only four thousand one hundred and four yen, which is fifty four Australian dollars, which is actually pretty good. Um, for these, considering that the DX Gates Time Machine with the DN Dried Watch is like seventy dollars before, sh like before shipping, it's like uh, this is kind of a better deal. If you don't care about the ride watches that you get and you just want a basic like uh representation of the Time Machines, this is really good. Plus, I'm pretty sure this is the only way to get a Was Time Machine, as there is no, there is there is no DX Was Time Machine as far as I know, unless one just kind of got snuck out. Um, which is probably very likely, but nonetheless, this is a good set. If you like the Time Machines, I would recommend picking this up. It is a pretty good deal, and, well, yeah, there's really not much else to say about that. It is being released in August of 2019, which would be, which is pretty close, actually. So, if you like this set, go for it. One quick thing to note is that it is Premium Bandai. Like I said, it's only $54. It's not a Tomashi web exclusive, but it's just Premium Bandai. That means it's a little harder to get. But it is being released in August of 2019, like I said, for the low price of 54 Australian dollars, which is 4,104 yen. Uh, convert that to whatever currency you need to. Add on shipping and add on uh, GST or value-added tax, depending on where you live. 
and well you've got yourself something that is a little bit more expensive than $54 but it will probably be under $100 and considering the DX ride what the, the DX time machines are like 70 plus each this is a pretty good deal this isn't really news as per se this is just kind of something that I would like to talk about and that is the arrival of my Kamen Rider Necrom items uh, so that is the DX Mega Uloda and the Grim Sanzo and Himiko icon set. I didn't get the Gun Gun Hand. Gun Gun? No, Gun Gun Catcher. That's what it is. Haha, <laughs> I should probably do, do some quick checking. The Gun Gun Catcher. That would be really funny if I just got the wrong thing. No, it is the Gun Gun Catcher. That thing is extremely expensive and hard to get because it was a premium Bandai release of the... It's basically a repaint of the Gun Gun hand with a little icon slot. Although it does have a really cool way of saying Dai Kaigon, um, which is admittedly pretty cool, but not worth the ridiculous amount of um, money that it, that it costs. So the Mega Uloda is a wrist-mounted changer. It's not a belt, which I don't know, I kind of wish it was a belt, considering of all the caveats that a wrist-mounted changer has, which I will get into. Um, and it comes with Necrom's icon, which is electronically electronically charged it's not electronically i mean it probably is i don't know science um it's got electronics in it um it has the these three phrases stand by loading destroy and they cycle back and forth there is a nice little reset button on the back if for some reason you're just in the middle of playing with it and you go oh no i can't reset it by clicking it like two more times uh, a reset button on something like that is kind of a little pointless, but uh, it is there nonetheless. Uh, it's not like there's any physical marks that you need to have this thing lined up with. Um, it's just kind of a button. Uh, it's got a very nice uh, decal on the top um, with a very nice pattern uh, with an N for Necrom. Necrom? Necrom. I'm not the Mega Uloda. With a very basic transformation sound of this. And once you have transformed, one button press away will give you this finisher. An interesting thing to note is that you really have to press hard on that button. There have been multiple times where I have worn this thing and I've pressed the button, I've needed to press it harder. Uh, for example, I pressed it and it's pressed the Necrom icon, so it's gone off and been like, but the actual toy itself has not registered that I've pressed the button. It's a really weird phenomena that I've got a Toku toy that's not sensitive enough. Normally it's their, oh, they're way too sensitive. Uh, for example, my Beyond Driver, the Miride watches fall out constantly and the doors on the Miride watches are really sensitive. I've never had a toy that's not sensitive enough. It's, it's a really weird thing to have. Another thing to note is that uh, regular icons 
and no icons at all work exactly the same in this toy. The way that the Maker U Loader reads icons is not the conventional way. It has two little buttons and the three icons that work with it have have little pins that press down on certain buttons. Necrom is both buttons and Sanzo is one and Grim is the other. So a regular ghost icon like Ore or in our case Himiko, which you get with the Grim and Sanzo set, does not hit any of those buttons because it does not have the pins required. Um, so what does it do? Well, it doesn't even know that an icon is inserted. You can literally have nothing in the Mega U Loader and get the exact same sounds when you have an icon in there. It's kind of hard to explain, but basically it doesn't matter if you have an icon in there or not. You can still get the ghost sound without doing anything. In fact, the closest analogy I can think of would be taking the build driver, just turning it on, having nothing inserted in it, winding it, and just having it give you a trial sound. Like, why? They didn't put that in because that would be stupid. And so, but this thing has it. it it's really weird and um, it's kind of funny when you're doing a generic thing and you just, normally when you want to cancel a toku item, you just take the thing out. But if you have a generic icon in it, it will keep going and it doesn't care. It doesn't doesn't care that there's an icon in there. It's very, it's very weird. The consequence of, of it not knowing when something is in there is that the regular ghost sounds have absolutely no die Tengan attack, no finisher attack, which is kind of interesting that, that, that there is no die, that there is no die Tengan ghost like this. Die Tengan ghost. Like I just edit that, edited that together. It didn't take me too long, but I understand why they wouldn't want to do it. It's it's kind of interesting to me. There is also no sound for when you put in an icon, like there is no uh, acknowledgement. Basically, like I said, this thing has absolutely no idea when a toy is in there. So speaking of the Himiko icon, well, we move on to the Grim and Sanzo icons, which if you only have the Mega U loader, like I do, at least currently, if you know what I mean, uh, you only really care about the Grim and Sanzo icons, which are very nicely detailed, they feature no sounds at all because these do work with the regular Ghost Driver, they do have pins on the bottom, uh, unlike the Necrom icon which has nothing, no native functionality with the Ghost Driver, it just has its own electronics which I will talk about when I get the Ghost Driver, I don't really want to go into that now because this episode will be 10 times longer. Uh, <laughs> but these things do work with the regular Ghost Driver, I would demo it if I had the Ghost Driver but I don't. And of course they work with the Mega U Loader, as can be seen here. Tengan, Grim, Mega as with Sanzo, it works exactly the same. Tengan, Sanzo, Mega the Dai Tengan is exactly the same for both of them, with the only thing being swapped out is their name, so I will not even include it because it's the same as the Necrom one. The only thing that is different with the finisher attack is the absence of the destroy in the for the Necrom icon and just having it say the different names. The finisher sound is exactly the same. Nonetheless, this toy is interesting in functionality. It's, it's cool, it's got a great voice on it. It really has got a really good voice, but it is not something that I would recommend going out and buying. Uh, for the one reason that it's very uncomfortable. I have I have tiny wrists, okay? I have very tiny wrists and even this thing was uncomfortable on my wrist. This thing, it, it's just not a comfortable toy. It's a finicky toy. It's a bulky toy. Um, it's very, it's a very expensive toy if you want to buy it new. 
but it is a whole lot of fun. So that is uh, my quick little uh, ramble about the Mega Yulodo and the Grim Sanzo and Himiko icon set. Well, oh my god. Uh, after three months of waiting, February, this thing came out, this, the first scan came out. We finally, <laughs> get it, oh dear, finally got it. I don't have mine yet. Mine is still sitting in my HLJ warehouse because I don't have any money. I do, but I just don't want to ship it yet. I have a few things I want to get before I ship. Well, I, I don't really want to play too much audio because it's not my audio and I feel bad playing other people's audio. That that clip at the start was just from the TV show, so I don't really want to play other reviewers' audio, but it's got three different modes. It's got Ginga, finally, which I believe that's the official name, Ginga, finally, then Tayo, then Wase. Is it Wase? I think. Which means it's just like Galaxy, which is like general mode, and then Tayo's Sun, and um, Wase's Planet. Yeah, I'm getting those right. Yeah, this thing looks great. I the sounds um sound amazing. I think that the the Beyond Driver's voice is perfectly suited for this thing because I really don't like the Beyond Driver's voice that much. It's really grating on me. I I really liked it at the start, but especially on something like uh, let me just get Shinobi like Shinobi. I, I really all like quiz like. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of the voice on that. Kikai is definitely the best out of the four that we had, but this is easily the best. It suits it the best. It's got that big wheel, big spinning wheel, because that's what it is. The button just activates the current mode that it's in, and then it's got four modes. It's got neutral, uh, Ginga finally, Tayo, and Wase, and they're all changed by spinning the wheel on the side, which is, oh, it's so cool. I... <laughs> Love this thing so much. Um, the sounds are great. The name, the finally time, and I love that. It's kind of like a pun almost. It's like, oh my god, you've been waiting so long. It's finally time. I don't think that was actually intentional, but it has turned out to be that way. Uh, that's how I see it. My only complaint, which was a complaint at first, but it's not really now, is that the beyond the finally beyond that time and the standby music overlap a little bit. I'll see if I can get it in post and I'll, I'll try and edit it with like a current Miride watch and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> That's a cool trick. I never knew you could do that. You can just cancel out the transformation noise by hitting the button. I'm actually, I'm going to leave that bit in. So normally when you get a regular Miride watch and you open up the belt after it's transformed, it will say... And then the ensemble of ridiculous loud music will play, like... Which, when you combine them together, sounds like this. The only thing with the Ginga Miride watch is that they overlap slightly because the phrase is not beyond that time, it's finally beyond that time, so it is longer, and it just catches the music. I'll, I'll show you what I mean when I actually get mine, but I, I used to hate it, and I was like, I remember watching the video, I'm going, oh, how did you do that? But I like it, it kind of adds suspense, and it makes it have a little bit more personality than what a regular ride what me ride watch has. Um, another great thing about this one that I, I'm pretty sure I touched on it in the uh, original episode of the show, 
is that it doesn't have these annoying opening doors um, because my, especially on my quiz, oh, now it's doing it on my Shinobi one, especially on my quiz Muride watch, the doors on, like, the actual opening doors barely, um, they wear out over time. Yeah, the Muride watches have got a lot of problems, but this one is definitely the best, and if you can get it, get it. Um, I'm not sure, last time I checked on HLJ, they were actually discontinued, like, they were sold out. Um, that's what I mean. It says discontinued, but it just means they're, like, sold out. Or, I don't know, maybe it won't come back. Um, if you can get it, though, seriously, get it. I'm very lucky that I did get one, but I did buy it, I think, like, the hour that it got released on HLJ. So, it's only about 40 bucks, which is expensive, but when you think it's, like, four or three, uh, Miride watches... I mean, four, because you can actually technically transform with the neutral mode. But that'll be for when I actually get it. I should probably stop talking about it now. But that is the Ginga Miride watch. This is one that I am super excited for. Ultraman Ginga is one of my favorite suit designs. And although the show is pretty garbage, <laughs> I do have a soft spot for it because it was so bad. It was good. And I love, like I said, I love the design. And when we got the first leaks of an Ultraman Ginga SH figure art coming, I was very ecstatic. And I was very worried that it was going to be a Tomashi Web Shop exclusive for some uh, ludicrous price of like 7,000 yen. <clears throat> Kronos. Nonetheless, Bandai has, well, given me hope. SH Figure Arts Ultraman Ginga will, is, set, is being given a release date of October for the low, low price of 6,050 yen. Uh, as a mass retail release, which, oh my god, I am so excited for. What is included? You get a Ginga Spark Lance. Um, we're not sure if that is actually going to be a first run pre-order bonus, um, which I'm assuming it might be. Um, this thing looks great. There's no details. There's no nothing else. Um, it looks. It just looks great. I'm, I'm so ecstatic for this. Um, there is an Ultraman Victory SH figure out, which I will probably be picking up because Ginga and Victory together. Oh. Um, this thing looks amazing, like I just said. If you're like me, you're going to be on Hobbyling Japan all of October just looking for this thing because, oh, it is so exciting. Nonetheless, we have got time to prepare our wallets. <laughs> I know I do. And it's not a pre it's not an, uh, not a premium Bandai or a web shop exclusive, which is really, uh, it's a really nice surprise considering that the Ultraman figure arts are really nice. And this is another great addition to your Ultraman uh, figure art collection. And this is one that I will be definitely picking up. Thank you all very much for listening to this week's episode. I'd like to thank uh, Toku Nation, the Tokusatsu Network, and Tokulectables for all of their great reporting and selling, I guess, for Tokulectables. Uh, make sure to check them out. As always, I'll see you next time. Bye.